Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back for another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How's it going, Matt? Pretty good, Marvin. How are you? Oh, not too bad. It's uh, it's not as hot as it used to be, and it's drying out, but I hear we're going to get a lot of rain here in the next few days. Yeah, that's the way it's it's looking. We, uh, I think it was last, overnight Thursday of... Um, of I guess it was the week of this last week. You know, we dropped. We were back in the 50s overnight and low to mid 60s during the day, and things were kind of things got a little weird for a little while. Um, and we've been, you know, the trout streams have been fairly been getting pretty dang low. Um, the bigger, you know, the news been pretty average, but looks like the new river drainage um the upper end of the drainage in north carolina is supposed to get like four and a half inches of rain in the next week and locally here we're supposed to get about three and a half so uh not really sure what's going to happen but i'm pretty sure we're going to be dealing with some high water uh you know end of this week and next week yeah maybe longer than that yeah and so folks we're recording this on june the 4th so i guess you know, people that are kind of coming into the the upcoming weekend and afterwards, you want to let's talk a little bit about, you know, fishing for trout and smallmouth bass as the water starts to come up. And then there's probably going to be a period of time where we're not going to be able to get out and then kind of how to fish for them when the water drops. Yeah. Yeah. So typically, um, you know, you have a couple different things that you're dealing with with high water. It's both dirty water and just fast water, you know, it's not particularly cold this time of year. So, um, that's, that's good. You know, there's nothing worse than cold, dirty, high water, but dirty and high water you can deal with, uh, pretty easily, particularly, um, with the trout streams, you know, they'll run out a lot faster. Um, and you can always both with the, you know, the bigger systems, the smallmouth rivers and the sort of secondary and, and, primary mountain streams you can always just go up higher in the drainage and you're going to find your lowest and clearest water up there generally um so that's you know that's um something that i'll do is just kind of start hopping around and hitting some spots way up high um but in terms of of current you know fish are typically going to push to the banks you know they're looking for areas out of current and that applies to both trout and smallmouth. You know, you're looking for um, sort of pockets along the bank, and and you know they will they will go particularly trout. They'll go deep um, and sit on the bottom. You know, beneath a big, you know, a big uh, shallow riffle. You know, beneath the drop off, sort of there won't be much current down there. Um, in dirtier water, generally, um, I'm fishing a little bit bigger than. Uh, in terms of smallmouth, um, than I typically would, and generally darker colors, so you know, black, black and purple, black and blue, dark olives, that kind of thing. Um, and generally fishing a little bit slower and a little bit closer to the bottom. They've done uh, one of the studies I like to cite a lot. It's one they did up in Minnesota several years ago, where they took the, they basically analyzed stomach contents of smallmouth before and after high water events, um, which were also, you know, uh, times of bad clarity. And beforehand, you know, they're finding them, uh, they were consuming sort of equal parts, bait fish and crayfish and, 
and other bottom-dwelling species and foodstuffs. And then after that high-water event, you know, and the water was dirty, they're eating primarily on the bottom. And I, I imagine that has a lot to do with the fact that they just can escape the current better down there and they're, they have something to relate to versus kind of hanging in, in rather open water. Um, so that's something that I'll do. Um, but you know, fish, I, I think fish can see pretty well and, and that kind of stuff, as long as there's not too much debris, um, you just want to do your part to try to put some contrast in your offering. You know, like I said, fish a darker, um, and maybe a little bit bigger fly. Yeah, got it. And and in terms of as the water starts to come up, do the trout and the smallmouth trying to kind of boogie and get on structure and get down and then stay there? Or are they a little bit opportunistic and then they basically get locked down for a while and then they put the feedback on once the current starts to drop? Yeah. Um, you know, I hear, I hear different things and, you know, personally, I just like to fish when I can fish instead of, you know, really targeting certain times you'll notice patterns that um i've done really well um trout fishing generally right after the uh sort of after the peak you know when the water's kind of dropping back down and that that's in the mountain streams anyway um i think they do you know sometimes as it's rising kind of they they'll eat because there's more food being washed around, you know, you've got stronger currents and more food's being dislodged from the, the cobble and it's more food in the drift. But, um, like I said, I've usually done better sort of after we've gotten that peak flow and it's starting to come back down with the smallmouth, Um, I would generally say that, that when, um, that they will feed a little bit, a little bit better when the water's up. Um, definitely not, not any any worse but um as far as when the water's coming back down um generally as long as the water's still a little bit you know above average you're going to find a fairly tight structure and and that kind of thing just because like i said the current speed is a little more than than typical and more than they want to work to stay in as it drops and gets back to average and low you know they'll pull out a little bit and particularly as it starts to get low or if it drops rapidly they'll pull off and and be a little bit more um i guess that they'll float a little bit more you'll find them in sort of off secondary shelves and that kind of thing but generally like i said high water you're looking at the bank and even though you might have some softer pieces of water in the mid-river, um, it's not really connected to other habitat, you know, because you've got a raging river between that and the bank. So I'm typically on the bank. Got it. Well, that's super helpful. And folks, if you have a question for Matt, if you'll send it to us on the Facebook page or through the website for the Articulate Fly, we'll read it. And if we read your question, um, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag. And at the end of the season, we're going to have a drawing and Matt will hook up the lucky winner uh, with some flies and I believe some coupons for Riley Rods. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, uh, I know we always want to talk to you about what you're, uh, you've got coming out on the press. Um, what's your upcoming Rural Virginian article we need to be on the lookout for? Yeah, so the Rural Virginian, um, let's see. Um, uh, well, so we just had sort of an interesting 
there's a couple of things. One of them, um, I wrote a couple of weeks back about our uh, Department of Game and Inland Fisheries director retiring, and we just got a new one elected, and he's actually from my hometown and from Pluvanna County, so that's going to be um, a pretty, I think, interesting article for for people in Central Virginia. And then we also just had a uh, uh, another another snakehead find in Northern Virginia. This time it was out of Lake Frederick, which is the first snakehead to be found in the Shenandoah River drainage west of the Blue Ridge. So kind of some big news there. Nothing, nothing super. I, I try not to sensationalize the snakehead stuff, but it is kind of kind of big to to find one in a different river drainage well very cool i'll put links to those in the show notes and before uh, i let you go why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can book you this summer and chase some smallmouth yeah uh the website is best and that's mattreillyflyfishing.com and all the social media um and all that is linked on there as well Awesome. Well, I really appreciate it, Matt. Folks, get out and fish if you can, but be careful in the high water. Tight lines, everybody. Thanks again, Matt. All right. Thanks, Marvin.